Responding to the core of purity and just basically talking about how that feeds into like our everyday lives, our practical, tangible, London based or wherever we're based lives, and how we're walking that out with like our everyday examples and stuff like that. And I feel like it's something that's been on my heart for a long time because of you know the little backstory, had some encounters with the Lord, and yeah, and I really felt like in that moment, like when when I was at a point where I had like so much confusion and so much like lack of self esteem and just a lot going on, like the way that God pulled me out of that was to basically remind me about the call to purity, which I thought was kind of strange. Because at the time I was like, I'm really going through this thing here. You know, they like, God saved me. He, he told me, you know, he spoke into my life. And like he did speak into my life, but it was in relation to that. And I was like, how did the two tie in together? Like, I, I get it, but how does this relate to what I'm experiencing? But then I guess the more we spoke, me and Jesus, <laughs> um, the more I realised like what the relation was and, and how like, talking about the pursuit of purity actually does reveal like God's love for us and, mm. and why the, the call to purity is even there in the first place and I think that's a lot of what is misunderstood today like when we talk about purity it's almost like it just feels like the response to it is kind of like this is archaic why are we still talking about purity it's not, yeah it's almost like even Christian or non-Christian the idea of purity seems like a strange one or one that should be left in the past or like it doesn't necessarily apply, but it, it's the, I feel like it's at the forefront of our faith mm-hmm. for the specific reason is because God is pure. So yeah. we are going to talk about that mm-hmm. in as many different ways as possible. And so today's topic is, I guess, the start of is the why. So why purity and what purity means and our everyday experiences for so many. But you guys want to introduce us? Oh, we're going around this way. Oh, so I'm just saying my name. Say whatever you want. Okay, keep it simple. Hi guys, my name's Jade. Hi Jade. <laughs> Welcome to the support group. <laughs> Thank you, I'm happy to be here. I'm ready to get stuck into the conversation and I think it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had um, in a way that's kind of relatable, um, that kind of breaks down the, I guess, the religious and leader, kind of legalistic mm. side of what mm. church can be. So I'm excited. I'm here to learn. I'm here mm-hmm. to, I'm here to conversate. But yeah, I'm definitely something that I've been meaning to explore more. So having the opportunity to have this conversation with you guys is an exciting one. Cool. Hi everyone. My name is Penny. Um, and just to add to what Jade was saying, I'm excited about this podcast just because I feel like there's a stigma attached to purity, mm. and also I feel like. Purity is often only referred to in as it pertains to sexuality mm-hmm. and sexual immorality. But as Steph, you've already explained, it's a lot bigger than that. And I'm also excited to be around like-minded people, um, people who are also on this walk. Because sometimes I feel like when you do walk in purity, it can feel quite lonely because mm-hmm. we live in a time where um, 
humanity right now is all about self self gratification mm-hmm. and people want things now 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 and i yeah. feel like people have kind of forgotten about the promises of god or they have kind of said oh it's they they pick and choose basically yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah they cherry pick what they think is you know right and what's wrong and you know the the famous saying god knows my heart he knows your heart but you know he also he also <laughs> You know, there were also a set of principles and, you know, boundaries, per- parameters that were given to us so that we can, like, live life mm-hmm. abundantly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Hi, guys. My name's Christine. Hey, girl. I'm actually Stephanie's favorite cousin. Oh, favorite. Yeah. 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 That's right. Confirm, no deny. She's saying that while giving her a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i'm excited for this conversation um i think just like i just want to yeah, echo everything that everyone's already said i think it's a necessary discussion to have um and i think it's also still important for us to have these kind of discussions because we've been told at least for me personally like growing up purity is essentially all about sex and um not having sex and i'm saving myself for my husband mm-hmm. and i think it's only in recent time that i've realized that no actually that's not what purity is about mm-hmm. um, yeah it's, it's actually not refreshing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like oh phew okay um I'm there's not, more to there's more it great mm-hmm. it's not just a woman thing nice. mm-hmm. um and just kind of it's really i think it's just going to be a really fun space for us to kind of share um what purity is what it isn't and hopefully encourage like a bunch of like young growing christians to if you've fallen off the purity train it's okay there's redemption in christ yeah back on it (laughs) um if you never knew what it was before and you weren't sure okay now's the time to learn um and yeah because jesus is coming i just want to put (laughs) 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 right i know that's right we gotta get it together yes <laughs> and also just to add nobody here is a pastor we just have a bible and google yeah we, we got, and the we holy got bibles the holy spirit the holy that's what we got honestly so to start off i think you guys have kind of led me to literally the first topic i'm going to bring to the table which is what is the call to purity what is the bigger picture of that because like you guys have said a lot of the time we talk about purity we're told don't have sex so you're married, okay? Saving that, and haven't been Christian or haven't known Christ or knew him later on when mm. they'd already that it's like, well that doesn't apply to me, then mm. that's on them. But actually I feel like well not even I feel like I know for a fact that that is not the, the deeper story. Mm. And not to say that waiting for marriage is not is not purity, but that's just a, a part, part of, of it. Of yeah. The yeah. Walk in purity. Um so I think to start my story, which you know might as well get right in there. Um so I'm a virgin. Um, I have not had sex and yeah and at this point it is a decision that I've made because of the call to purity because I love Jesus and he loves me first and because I have decided that the only time I will have sex is when I'm married Mm -hmm. to my husband Mm -hmm. so but that hasn't always been the case the fact is that I've obviously been a virgin forever because you know Mm -hmm. but my 
that journey has always been for Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. And so just because I've been a virgin doesn't mean I've always been pure and mm-hmm. I've always been, mm-hmm. I've always understood the call to purity. And in the conversations that I had with the Lord in that, and you know, when you break down all that kind of stuff, um, that was one of the things that we literally walked through. And it was really interesting because he, he literally took me back to the big, very beginning and walked me all the way to this point just to show me like mm-hmm. what, how I was living and how, and like how that had tied into how I thought about myself and felt about myself and how he's basically making all of that new in this season. So I just to, to, re, like, to really sum up basically um, very young, but a family picture <laughs> split. Mm-hmm. And um, so my mum raised my sister and I, and it was, it was interesting because my, the, the way it happened, not to delve too much into my family life, it's none of your business. But no, they basically, you know, my dad made a decision. He he decided, he verbalised that he did not want to participate in our family structure anymore for whatever reason. And that that's like all in the past. And but I think at the, at the time, hearing as a young person that, hearing from the horse's mouth, as it were, that, you know, I don't want to be in this anymore, it kind of broke me. Um, mm. But it was to the point where it's like, you know, I have to explain it. Like, I was around a lot of people who came from single parent families. So it wasn't it wasn't strange to have only a mum. Do you know what I mean? And it, it was strange. It wasn't strange to have like drop in dads or dads mm-hmm. that you saw on the weekend or dads that you yeah mm-hmm. like that was the norm. It was like if your dad was there over the weekend, it was like mm-hmm. it was like oh what's the order them good ones? Weekend. So I, for me, that wasn't the biggest deal. The fact that it was a you know broken family structure was not the big deal. I think the big deal was that for him it was more so like I don't want to do this anymore and full stop. Mm-hmm. And. And even when he was there, I did sense that he didn't he didn't enjoy it. So mm. it was like from very early on, I, I was introduced to rejection. Yeah, and it was like this this is what it feels like. But someone actually doesn't want to be there, and I I internalized it. I was like, so that must be something wrong with my family. It must be an us thing. Maybe it's me, my sister, and my mum. Maybe we're not the kind of people that a man can stick around for. Me. And then seeing how it affected the people around me, I just really did not want to experience that again. And so I was like. I'm never going to be rejected by a man again. And he's never going to have enough power over me to be able to reject me. Mm-hmm. And I just literally equaled that to sex. Like, no, I'm never going to sleep with a man because the moment you sleep with them, they've got your power. And I'm not going to be there. It's not going to be me. I see what happens. I was on the right page. I'm like, men are ridiculous. And no, no man is ever going to get this, mm-hmm. this gold. <laughs> like, that's how I saw it. So for me, being a virgin was that I refused to give my power away because it was more powerful for me to be a virgin. And then I guess like I grew up a bit, and it was weird because I was still like obviously dating guys, but <laughs> you know when you go into your mind now, like you look back and you're like, what were you thinking? Girl. Like, <laughs> you're dating guys, like, I'm like, but I'm not going to sleep with them. Yeah. Like, you're trying to convince yourself, yeah. like, oh, well, and then one thing leads to another. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. <laughs> How did I find myself here? But it was like every time that I'd be in a relationship and. I wouldn't have said something like, see, yeah, well done. Mm-hmm. I kept my power. Mm-hmm. They more than you want to take my mm-hmm. Yeah. Least he got this for you. Yeah. Jokes on you. Like, Jokes on you. I was always telling myself that as long as I didn't sleep with these guys, I was still in control. Yeah. And I think that went on for a while. And then like, you get older. And then I, I met Christ, I think, properly. Like, I'd I known Christ. But I think then I had a more like personal understanding of him and then it became so you're obviously in the church now and then the, the gospel of purity is preached to you and like okay so you're a virgin well done stay a virgin mm-hmm. until you marry mm-hmm. then you get a good man mm-hmm. so it went from I'm not going to have sex because I don't want my control or my power taken into I'm not going to have sex because if I stay a virgin 
I will get a good man. <laughs> yeah. The ones that stick around, you yeah. know, like that will be it's that like your incentive. Will, yeah, yeah, like that will now give me my worth. And it's still the same problem. It's still the fact that I didn't have that self worth. Mm-hmm. But it just the conversation had changed before. I got like, my worth was wrapped up in not having sex and being a virgin. So that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like. At least if I can stay a virgin, then I'm a good girl, and like, I'm yeah. going to be the mm-hmm. one that gets the good man. Because yeah. all the other men, like they don't stick around because yeah. they got the good too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you see you get older, you're like, I don't think that. I don't think this is the correct yeah. message I'm yeah. <laughs> Not for sure. Yeah. That's so it got to that this point now where actually all of like the renewal of your mind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the yeah. renewal of your mind, the spirit will like tell you the truth. Yeah. Like I'm at the point where I realize that actually. Okay, it's great. I didn't have sex at that point, but my mind was never right. Like, yeah. I wasn't on a walk of purity. Mm-hmm. It's only now that I'm actually understanding what the call to purity really means yeah. and actually really explore, exploring it and living it out. Mm-hmm. So now when I say I'm not having sex, but I'm saying it with my whole heart, knowing why. With your chest. Yeah, and it's yeah. not about because hopefully I'll get a good husband if I don't have sex or yeah. so that I can't be, so I can be powerful, but it's because that's what the Lord calls me to, but yeah. on a on a wider scale, like that's yeah. just one of the things He calls me to yeah. because He loves me and wants the yeah. absolute best for me. Mm-hmm. And, and this is part of a big bigger picture, picture of pleasing that, Him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not even about our husband. Like mm-hmm. if I don't get married, I know this may be shocking people. I've never got his sex. That's just gonna be, and I won't die. Like yeah. I will be okay. But it's so much bigger than that. And it's, and the the reasoning, the why turns towards Christ and, and takes like looks away from people yeah. and yeah. being about that what's interesting about what you said is that um the pre because i had like a similar again grew up no dad in the house and all that kind of stuff again rejection from a very young age i was abused as a child as well so when i d- decided like oh i'm not gonna when everyone was like 15 16 having sex and stuff mm-hmm. i'm like no because you know it was taken from me so i'm gonna choose who i give it to the next time and i'm mm-hmm. gonna make sure i have the choice that it was that it was yeah. the control yeah. thing it was essentially control so then it was a no i'm just waiting for the right person yeah and then it was a I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, why, that why is so important. The why is important. so crucial because when you see, actually, let's be real, that like there are believers who essentially are still sexually active mm-hmm. and God hasn't struck them with lightning. Yeah. So they will tell you up and down, don't do it, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you just finished. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Literally. You just finished and went to go sing on the altar. Like, I don't, God didn't Girl, strike you. <laughs> the drama. The drama. Like, That's you are the drama. Because it's the drama. The it's always the musicians. Oh, Listen, for <laughs> <laughs> Girl, me too. As soon as I hear that they're in any kind of band in the choir in the church, I'm like, oh man, yeah. just like, 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 you can do something. I just no, I can't deal. But you know, when you when you yourself aren't certain of the why, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, so what's the point? Yeah. And then for me, it's like, like I had my first, I got my first boyfriend when I was what twenty in 2017, like my first real boyfriend. So I spent a whole lot of my adult years single mm. and watching my friends do vacation and bagels and this. Mm. And I'm just like, ah, God, what is this? Mm. <laughs> it's not that I'm ugly. Like, what's that? <laughs> and then when I started to think about it, I'm just like, it must be the sex thing because mm. I make it very clear that I'm not having sex. Mm. Of course, the reasons is not God. It's mm. just essential. I didn't even know the reason. It's just like, mm. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. And you're not going to force me. I dare yeah. you try. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not it going to force me. I promise you, you're not going to do it. Yeah. And the honest truth is, is that even guys have this idea that virgin equals pure. Mm. Like, good girl, good girl. Good girl. Yeah. she's a good christian girl yeah. she's a good cu- church girl so they can live wherever like, like they, they want yeah. to yeah. but their desire is a good it's church a good girl yeah. and once they've achieved that oh i've made it yeah yeah you know and honestly i heard some of that rhetoric from quite a few men 
But ultimately, even my ex, he had that same mindset. Yeah, no, I've been praying for like a good girl, like, you know, girl that goes to church. He was still sexually active (laughs) before me, right? But that was his desire to have a girl that, you know, is a virgin and she's staying with God and she's walking with God. And at the time I was just like, oh, he prayed for me. (laughs) And now I'm just like, like, what do you mean? (laughs) So the why is so important. important. And I think... um, just the, the 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 idea of purity that we have is very much works based. Yeah. It's no better than believing that we have to fulfill the the laws of Moses yeah. mm. in order to receive yeah. salvation. Yeah. It's actually no different yeah. because yeah. it's still a work of the flesh. Like yeah. you're trying to prove yourself yeah. as being worthy. But who are you when, proving yourself to? Who are you exactly. proving yourself to? Because God is looking at it like, yeah, but you still have lustful thoughts and yeah. you still lie <laughs> and you still steal. And you're still you still lie. Yeah. You still don't have forgiveness in your yeah. heart. Like yeah. you're still coveting your neighbor. Yeah. You're still mm-hmm. like hitting brooms on the <laughs> that was a subliminal <laughs> scent that was for Jade. It was shade, but not shade. But it's like <laughs> we still have all of these um these things that we're still holding on to. So yeah. why is it that this me deciding and, and I always say this to people once I we came to this realization that babes, you choosing to not have sex does not benefit God in any way. Yeah. I was like, my. It's like I had an identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. you like, know? This is not for him. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! Because I used to be like, God, I'm doing this for you. And God yeah. was like, it's oh not gosh, for you. It's that. not for me. Yeah, I don't have sex. It's for you. Yeah. If you like, go outside and do what you want to do. That's fine. Yeah. I must still love you anyway. But yeah. this, is mm-hmm. for this, you. Is for you. this is for you. This is for you. This is for your self control. This mm-hmm. is for your like. This is for your peace of mind. This yeah. is for your. Like, this is all for you. I want the best for, for you. you. I know why I designed sex and how I designed it. Yeah. This is safe for you. Yeah. This is safe. This yeah, is not it. like yeah. it. Yes, it glorify. It can glorify me when you're doing it right. But yeah. ultimately, this is for you. Yeah, and I had like a mental breakdown. I was like. So even when I say it to people, they're like, what do you mean it's not for God? I'm like, no, tell me what part of you deciding to keep your legs closed benefits God <laughs> yeah. in any way? Yeah, he's God. Think about it. You choose to do He's all powerful, yeah. almighty. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing that we it's can outside. really do. Like, yeah. That, yeah. There's nothing you can do to tarnish that. Yeah. He's still God. He's still good. That's it. And once I came to that realization, I was like, and it's like, you know, I can't remember who it was in the Bible that um she kept, she wasn't loved. I think it was Leah. She wasn't loved by her husband. And she kept, because she was the second option. She wasn't the, the wife. She yeah. wasn't the wife. She wasn't, well, she wasn't the first op- option. Yeah, she wasn't yeah. the first option, right? So she but kept having children, yeah. expecting yeah. that each child would make her husband love her. But yeah. then yeah. Actually, and they both, both the sisters actually kept on having children. Yeah, they just kept having children back and forth like a ping pong, yeah. Yeah. right? And it was with the last one that she was like, no, with this one, I will praise the Lord. Mm. Yeah. And it was kind of like, I've tried all of these mental things in my mind as to why I'm being pure, why mm. I'm waiting, why I'm holding on. And now I'm finally 28. Thank mm. God I'm finally in a place like, no, I choose to honor God mm. with my body. Yeah. yeah. Like I want him to be honored with my life. And this is just one of the ways one that way. I do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to remain steadfast and to just focus on him. Yeah. And it's not even like, yes, the husband will come and yeah. whatever man he mm-hmm. desires for me to have, fine, that'll be great. But as for me and this temple, we will serve the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that was like an aha moment for me. And that, it took a while to get there yeah. because yeah. I was at one point having debates with men, grown, grown men about why I'm still a virgin yeah. <laughs> at the age of whatever. And I'm, I'm entertaining conversation because ultimately I didn't know. Yeah. Mm. And when you don't know why you're doing something, yeah. someone yeah. can tell and you, tell you. Yeah. why you're doing it. And ultimately and that's try how you, and tell you why 
why you shouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's, how you get wave, that's how you waver. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's so good that you guys have both touched on the subject of wanting to be in control. Because I think ultimately, if you don't know the why or mm. you don't understand your why, you're ultimately taking this vow of abstinence mm-hmm. or celibacy in your own power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us not to lean on our no, own understanding. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like faith begins where our understanding and yeah, our knowledge yeah. as human our beings intellect. end. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me personally, it was about releasing control. Because yeah. I would like to say that I'm quite a, you know, when it comes to self-control, I'm that person. <laughs> There's probably it. my face is probably next to it in the dictionary. <laughs> she got it. The definition of self-control. She got it. And like, I think more so for me, I was using sex as it pertains to purity as a form of self-control because I had seen how sex can damage relationships, Mm -hmm. how it can damage family dynamics um, and how families can fall apart just because y'all didn't do what you were supposed to be doing in the beginning. Um, So I'm a virgin as well. Been one my whole life. (laughs) 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 My whole whole life, but like similar to to you guys, it wasn't like in the beginning, especially when you're a teenager. I had some wild (laughs) and Stephanie's laughing because Stephanie knows what I'm about to say. That's right. I was very much like when I was younger, I was obsessed with America and I was like, Yeah, when I was 16, I'm gonna go to America and I'm gonna find one guy and I'm gonna lose my virginity. Like (laughs) the dream. I'm just gonna find one buff American guy. And that was going to be it. I did go to America when I was 16. Did I lose my virginity? Please tell me how, when I'm in the presence of my uncle 24 <laughs> How that was going to happen. But um, yeah, ultimately, you know, as you move from your teenage years to your early 20s, I've been in relationships. But again, it was very much like, you got, y- y- you can't control me. Y- yeah. Y'all not going to get this. Yeah. This is what, you know, this, this is um, one thing that I'm going to hold on to. Yeah. And ultimately, when I meet the right person, this is um how it's going to happen but yeah. sometimes you find yourself in situations yeah. like you said if you don't know your why yeah. you're easily wavered yeah. i found myself in a situation where i was like i thought this was the person that i was yeah. going to be with mm-hmm. when trust me when you're young guys when you're in your early Everybody 20s is, <laughs> that's it's, not it's, deep. it's not even your early 20s it's just the way that it's just the way yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like please just do your due diligence. Yeah. yeah pray yeah. about it. With your two yeah. eyes open. With your two eyes open. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, <laughs> this true. guy, this guy knew he, I wasn't the one, mm. but I so believe like, yeah, this is going to go the distance mm. that I was willing to be like, look, if this is a problem, yeah. it could not be a problem. You know, like this, this doesn't need to be a problem anymore. <laughs> To the point where the person actually said to me, I couldn't I can't do do this to mm-hmm, you. If yeah. this is a vow that you've taken, yeah. like I'm not going to be the one yeah. who's mm-hmm. now going to, you know, make you fall. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of respect for him for that. Absolutely. But then again, yeah, I had to now sure. go back to the drawing board and kind of realise why am I doing this? Yeah. And then ultimately ultimately when I was reflecting and evaluating, I've been basically in my family the women don't do very well mm. in relationships. Mm. And I realized that I was trying to control that narrative yeah. and trying to break that to break gen- generational by force. curse yeah. by yeah. force. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be the one who's going to do it uh-huh. back to front yeah. and end up like everybody else. Yeah. I'm going to be the person who's going to do it right yeah. and I'm going to get a good husband. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Somebody shout at me. But like you said, 
this this doesn't do anything yeah. for God. Yeah. So I would say it's only within the last few years that I've come to the realization that, like you said, God has put certain parameters and certain mm. boundaries in place mm. for our safety. Yeah. Once it's done in the right context mm. and in the right container, that is when it glorifies yeah, God. Yeah. This is just one of many things yeah. that I can do to yeah. please God. Yeah. And I feel like that's the, the what people need to hear. Mm. People of our generation need to hear because a lot of people are out here like, once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. Mm. Like, listen, mm. the, one of the fruits of the spirit that it's I feel like it isn't really like touched on enough yeah. is self-control. Yeah. Like, if I can do it, yeah. you guys can do it yeah. ah, the same way you can stop yourself from entering the fridge <laughs> <laughs> is that not self-control <laughs> self-control yeah. 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 so. does have to come from like you said from knowing why because mm. it's different if like okay I, I, I can stop myself going into the fridge if I know that I'm not meant to eat after a certain time it does something bad to my gut but mm. if I'm just like oh I'm just not going to do it like mm. that's mm-hmm. not going to be enough in the middle of the night when that's I right. yeah. 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 Like, yeah. you need to know the real reason why you're doing it I'm you need your anchor that's it that's it that's exactly it yeah so okay a little bit of background to my story i'm not a virgin um i was brought up in a catholic household my mum was a single parent as well but i had that part-time dad sorry dad (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't but you know i saw my dad like every other day we had like our set days or whatever um and it's crazy because something that you've all kind of touched on is your kind of upbringing and how your childhood has been and those kind of effects in terms of your mindset um, and just your perspective of things or how relationships should be. Mm. Um, And I think what I took from that situation with my mum being a single parent and the dynamics between my mum and my dad was that love needs to live here. Mm. And if I have love, then I've already done better. Mm. I'm breaking those generational curses because love conquers all right so I was very much of you know the idea of I just want to love and be loved and Mm -hmm. that is what's going to make me happy and that's going to be like you know I'm going to do because I'm happy I'm going to do good things out of that um and so you know practicing Christian I mean we did the confirmation we did the baptism we did the you know you know we went the, the, isms. Isms. the stages we did the isms um, <laughs> but I can't say that it's weird because I felt like I had a relationship with God he was always in my life but I can't say to more recently and I would probably say within the last in the, <laughs> probably more so like in the last three three four years yeah. is when I really feel like God has spoke to me in a different way. Mm. And so when I was younger, getting into relationships, I was that hopeless romantic. Mm. Like, this is not what I saw at home. Mm. You know, my my first boyfriend, I was like, this is different. Mm. We're connecting over music. God loves music. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, everything was just right. The vibes was right. And I'm very much still in a, in a season of kind of, and, and Stephanie knows this, I always say that I let my emotions lead me mm. and I'm going to stop saying that because we don't want to manifest these oh, things in our time. But I know that I'm somebody that if it feels right, then it is right. Mm. And that's how I very much went through my adolescence. Um, and at the time when I lost my virginity, I was not not guilt-ridden at all. Mm. I'd seen my friends lose their virginity younger than me, mess up, mess up relationship mm. they're in, people boo-hooing. And that was not my story. Mm. I was very happy. 
I felt like it was the right thing, you know, nobody could take that from me. And that's what I felt my control was. I created this narrative of what love should look like. Mm -hmm. And if two people are committed, we, you know, we're connected mentally, spiritually, emotionally, then, you know, it's got the, it's got the tick box. Do you know what I mean? Because love lives here. And Mm -hmm. that's something that I keep on reiterating. And I think as time has gone on, and especially in the last four years, and it was very similar I feel like we have to get to our lowest point yeah. to yeah. see what yeah. God is really trying to say to us. Mm-hmm. Like, break down every yeah. little mm-hmm. wall mm-hmm. and it's you lay bare, you know, yeah. you're exposed. And you really have to take that time to kind of self-reflect. And I've, you know, I went for a moment in 2018. God, I don't know what oh. you're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting to be there. Yeah, that was the year. I was just like, nah, this is not life. Mm-hmm. Like... I just felt so empty. I just, yeah, I was just in a very, very low place. And growing up, it's, I've always had um, issues with self-esteem and body image. That has literally, I've come to learn that, you know, even at this age, it's something that is very much a, a prominent thing in my life and something that I have to address daily. Mm. You know, again, with this walk of purity, it's something that you have to address daily. daily yeah. Yeah. It's not just you decide one day and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah you're going to be good because... Yeah we are human mm-hmm. we have flesh and yep. you know we have these lusts and desires yeah, that temptations we have to, yeah we, you have these temptations mm-hmm. you know, and let's not act like people don't be out there trying to tempt us yeah, yeah so like, even yeah. if you're like secure right yeah and i always yourself. used to be like these people just like sleeping around like this that and the other i thought i was on a pedestal because i was like i've only you know slept with people that i love and i'm like babes like you know now i'm realizing that's just not what it's about mm-hmm. and i think what the turning point was for me is that I realised how I viewed, was viewing myself or how I felt about myself. And when I had this, you know, breakdown, um, God just said to me, like, you just don't know how, how much you're worth, how valuable you are. You don't know who you are. Mm. You know, if you knew you the way that I know I, you, mm. all the things that you're putting into, you know, your emotions or how you feel about yourself, if you saw, if you saw me, if if you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. then you would see the truth. Yeah. Because I have, you know, habits you build, you build up your own truth. Your own, yeah. Yeah. When people say, it's my truth. It's my truth, yeah. yeah. And again, I'll be that person, it's my truth. Yeah. Like, singing it with my chest, and I'm like, but is that the truth of is God? That is that the truth? Does it align yeah. with God's truth? And it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I was beating myself up, and I was like, I don't even feel worthy of myself. Mm-hmm. So I need to strip back all of this, you know, love and romance and, you know, thinking that that's the thing that's going to fulfill me. Mm. And I really need to lean into God, to what God's saying. And I really need to really learn who I am yeah. and my identity. Yeah. And that has been a, a gradual process, one that I'm still going through. But like literally, I feel like when it comes to, to purity now, it's the obedience to God is where I feel my most free. I feel my most at peace. Mm. And it's not a punishment. Yeah, like, you know, when you're looking, and, and I, I, I'm sure you guys, like, as virgins or whatever, have looked at your friends and been like, oh, I'm missing out. Like, yeah. this good, good life. Like, they're talking, and it seems like every conversation taken, oh. there has to be. <laughs> no, no. But there was a time. What's the time? Yeah. Like, you know. And there's, there doesn't seem to be a conversation table, table where sex doesn't come yeah. into it and stuff, and, yeah. you know, all those kind of things. But really and truly, when you, you really take a step back, 
like you said, it's much more than the sexuality mm. of things. Purity is something for me now. Knowing in my identity, knowing my identity and being obedient to what God says so about me. Like, if I know who I am, I will act differently. Yeah. That's it. I will move differently. Yeah. That's it. You know, my desires will be different. To be different. Yeah. It's on a different level. It's like, on a yeah. different level. And like I said to you, there's something in the obedience side, just being able to surrender. Like I was like, yeah. I can't do this yeah. in my in own my strength. Yeah. I am lost. Yeah. Like all the things that I've said about myself, you're telling me it's not true. Mm. It's lies. So how do I start to unpack that? Something mm-hmm. that I've learned over years and years okay. that I've, you know, experiences, mm-hmm. people have yeah. said things that have justifies my kind of thoughts or patterns yeah. of behaviour. Yeah. And you're coming and telling me, actually, in your deepest, darkest moment, yeah. at your lowest point, you are so much more than, yeah. Yeah. than you think than you are. Than yeah. yeah. And I think that was a monumental change. And that's why I say in the last three years, because then I realised, like, it's a daily thing because after that I picked myself up you know you fall chapter down eight the seven times you get up eight yeah but day two I was like yeah day three was I not back on the floor literally day by day by yeah. day and yeah. God will show his goodness God yeah. is literally. so faithful yeah. that it is those times where you realize you, you need to get down on yeah. your knees yeah. you need to give it all away because the burden's too heavy. You can't do it in your own shit. Mm, I love control. Yeah. You know, I'm a fickler for time. Everything, like, I'm a planner, yeah. you know? And I'm an activator. I don't like to wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I pray for... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, that's just me. I like things immediate. Yeah. If I put the work in today, I want to see results today. Like, yeah, no, that's right. You can't be telling me I just said, yeah, to purity. And now, sexy man is coming. <laughs> <laughs> giving me eyes. Like, it's... it's Give me a break. Give me a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to adjust it. Let me catch my breath, baby. Oh. But nothing beats the peace of, like, as you said, knowing your why, yeah. mm. knowing that, you know, somebody can't pick apart yeah. your your truth, the truth that you know. Yeah. And knowing and that something greater yeah. is on the other side yeah, of it. Again, like, once you stop seeing it as a punishment, because it isn't, like, mm. the peace of mind that you have, and I know, like, Again, you might have had that piece of mind being like, yeah, I didn't have sex with him, so <laughs> did it do like, um, but it's a different, it's, it's a different, different level. Yeah. And even me, there's times where I've fallen, but, you know, I don't know the scripture is, I think I wrote it down, but it's when they say, um, mercies are new in the morning. So that is not a cop out for anyone. Yeah. Then, you know, because there was a time where I was like, boy, I'm not a virgin, so it I might as well just continue yeah. this life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But no, every day is a new day. Mm-hmm. Every day, new mercies. Every day, like the renewing, the transfer, the transforming of your mind. Yeah. You can be a new creature. Yeah. But you have to, it has to be a daily walk. Yeah. A daily walk. And a decision yeah. that you actually Yeah, you yeah. can't just walk two steps, sit down, have a cup of tea. Like, you have to keep the momentum and strive forward. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I would just reiterate to somebody who is maybe abstaining now or whatever even if or even considering it or considering yeah. it you know that if you fall off god is a forgiving god that's mm-hmm. like it's not even that's not the issue and i think sometimes people think yeah but god will forgive me so i can just do it again and yeah. it's calm but you don't want to abuse that relationship yeah. exactly with god because yeah. at the end of the day know. god knows your that's heart knows your as heart. everybody <laughs> likes to say way, you don't want to be abused in a relationship that's don't abuse that relationship yeah. with god yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because he's the really and truly the only one 
that's got you. Like, yeah. got you. What you got you. Hey guys, it's Steph from The Walk Podcast. Thank you for checking out our pilot episode titled My Why. We want to keep the conversation going by asking, what does purity mean to you? To connect with us and find out how to ask questions, send in topic suggestions and all of the above, head to the description box where you'll find links to everything and more. Until the next episode, guys. Take care.